Hello everyone, welcome to Gavin the Book God's Book Show. This is the second episode on The Sniper by James Rorden. And today we have a special guest. She's coming back for a second time, and it's Miss Cindy. Hi everybody, I'm here to talk more about The Sniper with Mr. Gavin. And um, I just want him to give you guys a little rundown of what we talked about before and a little summary of where we are because we just really went over the beginning of the book. And um, he's going to go ahead and do that. Go ahead. So in our first episode, we really talked about mostly what I liked best about the book, how, how the character really struck me in a way that I never thought I could feel. I felt very sympathetic. And we also talked about the different quotes they used and how the author used different styles and speech. Um, He also talked a lot about how um, the little girl in the story, the main character, repeated um, this one line over and over, and that would have been um, a great title for the book besides The Sniper. Yep, the great use of repetition that the author had, and different ways the author just made you feel, made you feel angry, sympathetic at points. Um, I really wanted him to go into the Battle of Stalingrad because that's really what this um, beginning of the book was about and how um, they used young children to fight and things like that. When you want to go ahead and tell them a little bit about that. Um, so um, I believe they were going to kill the men if um the city got overran and deport the women so the kids were really their only option left to fight so they just had to use the kids and they really they really wanted to use everyone yeah they they used everyone but mostly kids just because they are more capable i feel like their willingness to go into it and like their will to fight because that's their country to grow up in. That's like, like the parents, they're, they're like halfway through their lifetime. And I feel like it's just not the same like pressure that the kids of the new age would have because they still have their whole life to live out. Well, and they said any, they were using any Russian that was strong enough to hold a rifle and they had to take up arms and defend the city. Oh yeah. I believe that just because, um, the way they're using the little girls to man the big machine guns and like you would never expect a girl to fight in the war like even in our country like did we not use women the women were using in the factories 24 7 but oh, in that, this fight this fight they were like using every yeah they were using could. everyone like that just shows the struggle for how bad they really wanted their country they wanted to stay yeah they didn't want their um uh, women deported their men all killed so it was a it was very serious back then it was very very serious and um from what i've read and the history i've learned um snipers were trained really quickly they had to kill in as a small amount of shots as they could 
and they had to be really uh, able to hide and be elusive so that they wouldn't be found. And did you think in the story they showed the little, yep. the young kids being really able to hide and quick and elusive? And they definitely showed that in the book, especially the part where you said they were trained very fast because Tiana showed up, I mean, Leanna showed up to the town, right? And she was sent straight to the military director the second day. And he was like, you're going to become a sniper. And so the next day she came to the sniper class. She didn't know how to use a sniper at all. And so the guy taught her and slow and taught her. It wasn't even slowly. And by the next, like the next three days, she was already on her first mission and she knew how to do all the sniper stuff. And then um, going back to how you said she they were all elusive and hiding and stuff like that. Well, when they were trapped in the basement, like I said in the first episode, hiding from the German soldier, she was sent across the um, the path to a second building that was run down, that was exploded, all broken up. And she, her and her friend were hiding up there and they picked off six Germans all together, just with their sniper, with their basic knowledge. And they were always taught to shoot right between the eyes. She kept saying that as well. She kept saying, well, one shot, they just need to be hit behind the eyes. Well, and it seems that this was such a serious time, the Battle of Stalingrad, because they didn't want their country taken, and they had to do something. It was almost like, what do we do? We use everyone we can to help us defend our country. I was reading nearly 2 million people were killed and or injured during those battles. Oh yeah, you can probably believe that because Russia is one of the biggest countries in the world, so their population is definitely up there. Like, if we lost that many people just from America, we would be seriously hurting in our country. But Russia, since they are so big, like, I feel like their population, they could just keep sending waves and waves. They, I'm pretty sure we actually learned that in history class where they would just send waves of people at a time because they had so many populations. They thought they could just slowly kill out the Germans. Well, and it seems to me, too, the kids that were asked to fight or made to fight, um, the more they saw their friends or their um, uh, people their age harmed, they felt more intense or something about helping. What do you think about how Yes, I, I believe that just because, like, um, the main character, Leanna, she saw her best friend get really hurt and that fired her up to get to kill those nine enemy planes that she would go on to later brag about to everyone. And then also, um, whenever she she found out, like I said in episode one, she found out how the Germans would steal things from the innocent women and children and humiliate them by taking off their hair. So I feel like that really ties into her getting fired up about war and like really wanting to save her country because she didn't know that this stuff was going on. She thought the Germans were just normal humans. And she even said that in the book. She's like, I thought they were normal humans at first, but now they just seem like monsters. Yeah. It's a shame that the young, young kids had to see all of that right in their face really quickly in that young age of their life. Yeah. That is a terrible thing to affect the brain. Like, I 
I feel like even that it happened at such a young age, you're still going to be thinking about it 20 to 30 years later. And then she even said that in the book about thinking about it a long time later because she was talking about how her grandpa and she would she would always try to get him to tell his war stories and then she was like yeah I'd never tell these stories to anyone I ever met yeah it seems like even with her dad being um, asked to join or made to join they were so proud of him but then in another way they were so scared that something would happen to him Yeah, I feel like having your dad in the military sent away all the time and, like, don't know if he's ever going to come back is such a hard thing to put on a child, especially one that's just growing up and that is just experiencing everything for the first time. So, I just think, too, the more they talk about these kids being involved, the more shocking it kind of is to us, people like us who are you know, kind of living far, farther away from any kind of thing like that. Even nowadays, you know, I just don't have anything to compare it to. Yeah, I feel like it's very hard to compare it to since, like, no one that has been in the military or, like, has... I've never been in the military. I've never fought in a war. So, like, I don't know the direct feelings. Like, maybe if I fought in a war before, I would feel completely different about this novel than I do right now. But I still feel sympathetic, but maybe if I fought in the war, I'd feel even worse about her situation because I know how I felt in her shoes. So, so far when you've been, you know, past the first part of the book, kind of getting into like the middle part, maybe the early middle part... Was there anything that you liked least about the book so far, or you didn't you didn't like it? Well, um, I don't know. I feel like everything has like played such a small little part in the book, like altogether, that there wasn't really a part that I liked least about the book because it's all just one story all flowing together. It's like telling her timeline through and through. And it's, like, telling us how she's living. And, like, there can't really be a bad part about that. So it was all kind of a... So far, to get to the part where you are kind of beginning of the middle book, it all... It was all necessary. Yeah, you all... You had to know every single little detail. Or you... Or if you did see the truck ride in the middle, you'd be like, wow, how'd she get to her dad? Or if you didn't see her go to the secret military office, you'd be like... Wait, why is she going to see her dad? So it seems like every part uh, built on the next part, or, you know, it was necessary so you can find out what happens next. Mm -hmm. And that's probably another reason why it was such an easy read, is because it was quick, but building and building and building on the next part. Yeah. Um, Was there anything that... uh, as you're getting to like the middle part that uh, got even better as you were going? I feel like once we learned she was going to become a sniper, like that really started to get a lot better. That's when the story started to change. And then once she got to start picking off Germans one by one, when they got stuck in that bumper, that bunker, she got, it got even better just because like, then it starts to get to the intense action scenes. And I really like action in the book. That just sounds great. Yeah. Did, um, as you were going through that, that beginning of the middle part, 
did they add any more characters or was it just her and the other male character you talked about and no they have not added anyone else in the middle it's really just been ever since camp it's just been her and her squadron and that male that she always used to train with it seems like the intensity of this book would almost um, make you think of some modern day songs was there any song that you could relate it to now um, that you listen to that maybe I feel like um Where'd All the Time Go by Dr. Dog. Like, that really suits it because it's kind of like a slow, sad song. And it's, like, talking about how his childhood, like, slowly went away. And, like, I feel like when you're in war, your childhood's just over because you've already become an adult. Like, children shouldn't participate in war or have to be in war efforts. Like, that's just... It's shocking, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and when you think about um, you want kids to be kids, you don't want them to have to deal with adult problems, adult feelings or situations. It is, it's like shocking, I guess. It's it's sad. So I think that's probably a great song that would um, make you think of this book. Yeah, definitely. Um, what about... Um, something original about the book as you're going through it and you're at the beginning um I know you talked about how quick the read is and how it builds on each other was there anything else that was really original to you or even um unique which made you think about wow this is different this is really catching my eye well the really what really makes it unique is I've I've never really read books about wars in Russia. It's always been like wars in America, people going over to America to fight wars or people from America to fight wars. So like I've never read something that a Russian. So when I read the back of the book that first time and I saw Russian war, battle at Stalingrad, I was like, hmm, this could be interesting because it's told from a completely different point of view. So like when you see that point of view change, it's just like all right, maybe I should read this. And then, um, also, if I'm thinking you, you just caught my um, attention when you said the battle of Stalingrad, if, if the author would have just called it something like that, do you think you would have picked it up? I don't know if I would have picked it up if it just said battle of Stalingrad, because I would have just thought, oh, some new, a new documentary. Yeah. Yeah. So fun. I'm just thinking that maybe the original part of this book was the title. And also the uniqueness was having the kids in that. And, and having the kids is the main Oh, yeah. Character. that That's definitely unique. Because usually whenever you hear about war, it's like the guys in their 30. Yeah. Yep. And having the girl in there really changes it up. And having them be a kid even changes it up even more. And hearing it. And then her being 16, year old, 16 years old really even throws a, even more of a curveball into the mix just because um she's my age and yeah and she's having to deal with things like school and uh, family life and then to have people come in uh, into their school or in, and pull them out and tell them um, school's over um how do you think that would make uh you guys feel or your friends or you guys I mean I feel like I feel like if we were ever getting like our city sieged and like they had to pull us out of school I'd be scared I'd 
I'd be real scared, like, because that would take a lot to pull someone out of school to get them to fight in a war and like tell them they have to protect these oil tankers with their life because if they we don't have these oil tankers we have nothing in this city and wouldn't it be interesting i mean i don't i don't know if interesting is the right word but wouldn't it be so weird to see who would step forward to be the leaders and the followers even though it's it seems like in that story from what I understood from you, she, the main character was a real follower, and then she kind of had her position flipped to be more of a front, a leader or front person. Yeah, I feel like she had to just get acclimated to like the position of being the leader because when she first started out, she just wanted to follow all her friends around, do what her friends were doing, and then once she realized. Her friends are just other people that just have to live the same life as her. She, she really became the f- leader at that point and having to do everything on her own, having to live on her own practically, it's really hard, I bet. And then also um, to be called out and then separated as a kid, like this group goes this place, she stays in one place, this group learns one part of the war, she ends up in the sniper part. How do you think that would affect you if you were told what you were to do and just had to do it? You have no choices anymore. I mean, that would be hard on me personally. But like having that, those no more choices, that really revokes your freedom to do what you want. And like having no freedom is also a hard way to live and like having no freedom is just hard on the body hard on the mind especially your mind yeah I think that was kind of unique about this book where it really showed her point of view of how she had to change really fast and acclimate to what the expectations were because it seemed like if she didn't do what they told her I mean what was going to happen I mean, it might have made it a little bit easier that half of her platoon that she was with was little kids just like her. So that could have, like, put less shock on her body, less shock on her mind. Because, like, she's like, the oh, the, they're living it just like me. Yeah, all the kids were expected to do it. So there wasn't, like, a choice. It was, this is what you're doing. Um, when I look at this story and what you're talking about and... When I see the cover and the title and we kind of delve into it, do you think it would be a good movie? Oh, yes. This would be such a great movie to see. It might. It might. There might actually be a movie just like it, actually, somewhere out there. We could probably watch that. We could see it, see some of the history, see how they change. Like, I wonder if there would be a change from the book to the movie. Like, what change would they make? Like, if they could have it, like in a different setting or whenever they were going to have it or if they were really going to meet the dad or they could change it up and like Mm -hmm. they could add more to it because this is really kind of a quick read so if they were making it into a movie there could be so many cool branches of it that would be interesting to different um, age groups. Yeah, they could like show all the different stuff. People who like different parts of history. You could get into the kids and you could get into women. 
um, fighting, just all kinds of stuff. Um, I wonder who the main characters in a movie would be or the main actors. Uh, yeah, so that's crazy to think about. I think we would definitely have to have... Um, who's that guy that always plays in all the action movies? We should have Robbie Robert Downey Jr., the Iron Man in there. I feel like he would be great to be like a general or something. Because he just has like the looks of a general. But wouldn't this be a neat... Um... A neat movie for a beginning young actress, or uh, to yeah, I feel like make, it would be really like make it would be spot. like an easy, it would be like an easy place to like start, start out career. Yeah, yeah, because like it's such a simple book to read that like once you read it, you can you can start throwing all your ideas in the pit. Yeah, and the script would be a really cool script for a young new actress. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just really trying to get kind of like the Mockingjay and um, those movies where she started out. And then there was four movies about her. Um, yeah, I think anybody who just a beginning actress who is really interested in a lot of action um, would be a good fit for this book. Yeah, definitely. Um, back when I'm thinking, I just want to stress... Like how shocking it would be to be involved in the Battle of Stalingrad, be a kid pulled out of school and, you know, all of that stuff just really hits, hits not home with us, but far away. But if it could be you, yeah. you know, when you think about it, you're in school, it could be you, it could be you and your friends. Yep. And it just seems like it would not be... It wouldn't be anything I would want to be a part of. But if they made you, how would that feel? I mean, if they made me, I guess I would just have to live it out. Um, Try my best to do everything they needed me to do. And like, sure, it would be hard, but sometimes life is hard and you just got to live through it and just hope for the best at that point. Yeah, I think that's another uniqueness of the book because the kids your age, you guys in school still could really relate to how these people would feel being expected to do this without um, even forewarning. Um, Just, it's just shocking. It would be really shocking. Yeah. And how we were talking about the art cover in the first episode, I was really looking at it over the time to get to the second episode and I realized that there were bullet holes in the in the illustration. And I feel like maybe... Because it has like a bunch of bullet holes, which really doesn't portray the sniper. Like how they talk about it, like one shot, one kill. So maybe if they just had one big bullet hole, just like in the... Yeah. Right between the title and everything, that it would be like better illustrated. Because like four bullets in the front just like make it seem like you were shooting a machine gun or something but one big bullet just in the middle really portrays the one shot one kill method that they had yeah i think that um you could really take a look at that cover and even figure out more because i can see right here as i'm looking on the spine there's one bullet hole so it's kind of cool how um the artist of the cover um really tried to use some of the meaning of the story I agree with that so um, when we're thinking really 
as we are um, getting through that middle and beginning part of the book, you have a lot of feelings getting evoked as a young man and a um, guy that could relate easily to this story because of your age. Um, do you have any other real feelings that are standing out for you as you're reading this and I mean, going through it? It's mostly just sympathy for the girl and what she's going through and like sympathy for her family not being able to see each other for a long time. Maybe possibly not forever. Like one small change and like she couldn't see her family for the rest of her life. And like that's that's just mentally tough to think about. And also, you know, the feeling of like everything you knew is is not the same. Like just having to um, automatically flip, you know, everything you knew flip to something everything you have to figure out yeah and when she was going across that river um she was going across back to her old town and she even said that she was like this is nothing like i remember because the burnt buildings were all burnt down everything was burnt down and eroded even the part where you talked about her getting back to her home and she's in there and everything's so soiled and everything yeah. Nothing is what the same. She Nothing is the same. Yeah. So um, that beginning and middle part gets to where you can really be sympathetic towards her, thinking about how nothing's going to be the same. War kind of does that, you know. Battles, war, all of that kind of thing does that to people. Things just aren't what you remember it to be once this starts I mean it just and then even once it ends it still won't be the same for you and that's the part that makes you feel for her have empathy I think yeah definitely definitely maybe look back and see your feelings on how lucky you are or how um good you have it I guess is um as some people would say. And, you know, you don't want to hear that all the time from people like, you've got it so good. But once you read stories like about wars or kids fighting in wars or these battles that we hear about but weren't ever really, you know, had to be a part of. Yeah, and it's really even hard to really portray that outside of a book. Like, in history class, you can't really feel it sympathetic or empathetic because like we don't really go that deep into the person's life we just really just learn about information and how it happened and what caused it and what the outcome was but you can you can see in like history class about how it's changed the whole world and how the world will never be the same after this happens and that there will always be um a type of type of aggression towards the other place and you know when I was reading a little bit more about the Battle of Stalingrad they said nearly two million people were killed or injured in this battle so it was a real bloody brutal battle and we're just seeing you know in that in your book the sniper um just what do you think like a narrow little piece of oh no i feel like it shows it shows the bloody battles because whenever they were crossing the volga river she showed she talked about how she saw all the people with limbs chopped off or hit by mortars and she could just see the blood all over the river 
and how the oh, blood so, was stained yeah. in the, into the sand and the snow. So it did go on to show a little more. Yeah, it showed a little bit you. more of like how bad it was and all the people screaming that they needed help and she just couldn't help them because like it's just her yeah it's just her yeah and her um other young friends or people that were with her but she had to keep that mindset to where she had to fight and do her best and get through it and probably always feeling hope yeah i feel like i feel like what really gave her hope in the second second half is whenever she saved that captain Cause like she felt like she was finally living out her duties to become a nurse, like she's always wanted to do. So she did get to use that nursing, the wanting to be a nurse, because she could help. She could use that uh, thought of nursing and helping people um, just by being around and doing as good as she can for everybody. Yeah, I thought it was also crazy how the captain just got revived by CPR and he he was ready to go again. Like that just shows like how on the go everything had to be cuz that captain he 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 was dying and then he just got revived and he just he went right back to war. He picked up his gun and went right back. Yeah, there was no rest, right? Yep. They just had to fight on and on. And even throughout all their fighting, there are still millions of people killed or hurt. And I still think it's just shocking to hear that. So really, this book was original and unique because it showed how fast-paced things were, how young people were involved, how there was no rest, there was no... They just had to do what they had to do. Definitely. Okay, well, well, that was really nice to learn about the history behind the book and more about in depth about how all the people felt and how many people were killed and different things like that. Great episode two. Honestly, do you have anything you would like to add, Miss Cindy? No, but I love how this discussion is moving through. And I'm loving hearing about the book, The uh, Sniper, and um, I'm so glad you're letting me be a part of the show. Yep. And we'll be back for episode three. Thank you.